The following presentation is brought to you by the Realm Network. The opinions expressed in the Rough House podcast do not necessarily reflect those of the WWE, Lucha Underground, Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor, GFW, are they even still a thing? MCW Pro Wrestling, CZW, Nads Flappy Sack, Marvel Studios, Kellogg's, Frisky's Cat Food, Ted Turner, Jameson Irish Whiskey, Fruit of the Loom, Hershey's, Samsung, Amblin Entertainment, Groundskeeper Willie, or the cast and crew of The Walking Dead. Since the dawn of mankind, those in professional wrestling have turned to the Pro Wrestling Podcast to gain insight into how to do their jobs, how to create angles, develop new characters, and create fiery feuds with which to capture an audience's attention. What better group of individuals than basement dwellers on internet-purchased microphones to guide the hand of a multi-million dollar industry? We're proud to present one such podcast, courtesy of the Realm Network, here at the Rough House, where black people and white people watch wrestling. And Hispanic people, too. And all people. Hey, it's the Rough House Podcast here on the Realm Network. Thank you to the good folks over at Patreon. Getting a look here. The good brothers. Uh, at the Rough House Patreon page. Give us a subscribe. Give us a couple of bucks. It all goes to Chris. We are, I believe at this point, we're over 50 patrons. Thank you so yeah. much. The money all goes to Chris. There's a new exclusive episode up where we get deep, deep, deep into everything going on with the Bullet Club, some of their recent uh, high-energy, intensely controversial comments about the WWE yeah. and their cease and desists, uh, about people that we might like to see join them that have recently left the WWE, people that have been fired because of their association with the Bullet Club from the WWE, who we think most likely out of that crew will end up there soon and won't end up there ever. Yeah. It's all on our Patreon-exclusive podcast Go ahead and enjoy that. Chris, how much uh, of a Patreon donation gets you that episode? A buck. We fucked that up. One young buck. We fucked that up big time, yes. (laughs) Yes, one young buck. Yes, we should have done two young bucks. I'm I'm Matt Nixworth. So head on over there. Who knows? Maybe in 2018, much like Netflix, we'll restructure our Patreon page. (laughs) And you will have to pony up a fiver. Give us a stinking Lincoln to get you all that good Patreon exclusive stuff. Chris does posts, we do bonus shows, and there's all that. Plus the This Day um, in SGW updates. This Day in SGW history, unlock it now for 10 bucks. It'll get you deep into the histories of Manly Joe Stan- Stanley, yeah. Tonga Kenny Onaga, the Duchess. May she rest in peace wherever she's at. May her body be recovered one day. Yeah. Uh, Damn there's shame. There's a lot of history there. <coughs> Christoph unlocks it all. Uh, we are on the other side of hell in a cell. Yeah. We're on the other side of some pretty big news of some it's been a busy week. some departures, some re-debuts. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of strange shit going on here. What do you what do you want to unpack first? Let's kind of go chronologically. Let's start with Hell in the Cell. Uh yes. Hell in the Cell. Boy, um this this solidified a couple of things okay. for me. And we'll kind of bounce around it a little bit. We don't need to go down every no. match cuz some of them aren't even fucking worth bother talking yeah. about. But this, this to me, if there is some sort of PW Insider end of year's award for best feud, yeah. Usos and New Day right have now. Have to be. Usos and New Day are 
they're setting the they're setting the standard for a hell of a feud between two great teams that both great talkers. By the way, a tip of the hat to the Usos for figuring out their mic shtick yeah. in the past couple of months. They're really, really firing on all all verbal cylinders. That that cage match, that Hell in a Cell Ooh. match to kick it off was absolutely fantastic. It was. There were a ton of crazy spots and just very believable near falls. Um, I bought into that match 100%, man. I was sucked in. I was on the edge of my seat, like, you know, doing the holy shit chants in my fucking living room, man. There were, there were so many um, crazy, borderline sadistic and a little uncomfortable situations. The, the one spot that really kind of made me a little uncomfortable was when Woods was handcuffed over the um, the uh, turnbuckle post and was yeah. just getting flogged uh, with, with kendo sticks. It looked, I don't know, I, maybe this is just this political climate and me seeing things as, as, as uh, they're not. Don't need to see a black guy getting beat by a stick Thank right you. Now. Let's just... Thank you. Let's just put that out there <laughs> I was right now. I trying with, to find a way to with, say that. <laughs> Nah, just seeing a black man being beaten by a stick Tied in up. an era where there is just rampant yeah. police brutality right. and our African-American <laughs> brothers and sisters are heavily put upon right. and being disrespected nationally. As just a pro wrestling fan, I go to leave yeah. the, 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 the woes and the, the worries of the world behind. And you just see a, a slight glimmer of that when you see uh, a performer that you love who just happens to be African-American. Yeah. Uh, being beaten with someone that looks like uh, uh, might have come from a deleted scene from Django Unchained. Yeah. It was just, you, you watch that, and you're like, yeah, boy. Uh, and you know what? You'd be like, oh, well, that's not what it means. I think you're looking too uh, too much into it. Oh, yeah, WWE, am I rooking too much into it? Because you guys are fucking known to put a big heap and help and a fucking racism into your product. So I ain't looking too far into that at all. I, you are in my mind. I saw that spot and was like, hey. I really want him to get down, yeah, like now, or to, to maybe block it or something. One creative spot, though, I really did love, because they have to be creative in 2017 yeah. PG, Hell in a Cells. You can't just get all the juice and the blood right. and the wounds and the your face turned into hamburger like you did in the old uh, Mick Foley Undertaker, Undertaker Shawn Michaels one, yeah. which I rewatched recently. is fucking fantastic. Uh, was the... Pinning the Uso in the corner with the kendo sticks yeah. slid through the holes in the chain link was fucking great. Yeah. If that's happened before, I don't recall. I thought it was awesome. I, I don't recall seeing that before. Has there been another tag team Hell in the Cell match? Not that I can recall. I, I don't if remember there was, one. I don't know. Right. And I think, you know, that alone <clears throat> made them have to innovate. And that was a very, very creative spot. That was like, it makes so much sense. But, uh, you know, it just hadn't been done before. So, so kudos to whoever thought up with it, thought that up. Um, I enjoyed um, the, uh, the, the rainbow kendo sticks and, you know, beating, uh, mm-hmm. beating the Usos with the trombones. It was still very New Day, but it, this, was, this was an aggressive, uh, aggressive uh, New Day, you know. And I, I, Woods has come so far as a performer, I think. You know, Kofi was... You know, they what do they call him? They call him Pop or Grandpop or something when they're when they're just uh, between yeah. the three of them. He was the the old veteran, and you know, E is is God. He's a future world champion, really. At some point, I think he could be. He's got so much personality, so much uh, um, snap to his work, and and so much. Um, uh, he's just got it. I think he's got it. Um, 
Yeah, Big E does have it. And you saw shades of old Big E yeah. in this match when he got really pissed off towards the end, full of rage, and went on a fucking tear. Yeah. And this isn't like, you know, a completely silly, hip-gyrating, dancing, feel the power, don't be sour, Big E. This was, I'm going to fucking hit you over the head with a barbell, Big E, and do everything I can to maul you, Big E. If I'm that crew, and New Day, nothing lasts forever. New Day's had a real good run for a long time now. Yeah. New Day, as far as like the three-man lineup, I mean, they, they got together... Um, God, how long how long has it been since they got together? It's been at least two and a half, pushing three years, maybe? No, longer than that. Two thousand fourteen yeah. or something like that. <clears throat> I mean, they've outlasted the the Wyatt family. Yep. They've outlasted the Shield. Yeah. I'd like to know how long they last compared to the Freebirds and other three man rosters. They outlasted the dynasty that was Sean Waltman's X Factor <laughs> with <laughs> just incredible. And uh, uh, Matt Bloom, uh, A Train, boy, who can who can forget that that fucking reign of terror of X Factor, <laughs> who had Uncle Cracker sing their theme song, and all you thought was, this is going to last as long as Clear Tab, not Crystal Pepsi, Oof. Clear Tab, Oof. which was a dream. I, really those you didn't make guys, that up. That no, look up Clear Tab exactly. Because it came and it went and it left the film in your fucking mouth. It was disgusting. Though. Let me make sure I'm not gaslighting. You're not crystal right gravying now. me, are you? Yep, there we go. This isn't crystal gravy. Look up clear tab, or excuse me, tab clear. Oh, wow. It was cool. There it is. And there it is. 92. Tab wow. clear. Yep. There was a the Coca Cola clear, up, too? There was a Coca Cola clear, and there was also tab diabetic cola. <laughs> Look that up, too. Tab diabetic soft drink. Don't know what year it came out, but there was a tab diabetic, which is fucking hilarious. Um, I have a feeling that if this group does come to an end one day, it's going to be Big E that breaks out, yeah. takes <clears throat> off, does his own thing. Kofi and uh, Xavier can continue to be a tag yeah. team. If you want to, maybe you can do uh, what I suggested recently. With uh, uh, the Shield, or who was the other faction? I said, hey, why don't you go ahead and have a uh, a new version of this old faction? Who was it? We were we were coming up with new members. No, it was the Shield of a faction. It was the Shield two point oh. Shield, yeah, okay. Yeah. Yes. Why don't you have you know if they were to leave, why not bring up the dudes in the Street Profits? You got um, yeah. you got Angelo Dawkins and who's the other Montez dude? Uh, something? Montez Ford. That's it. Mark my words, is going to be a fucking star. Montez Ford oozes charisma. He He can go in the ring. Watch the most recent episode of NXT. Montez Ford is going to get a call up sooner rather than later. He is going to be the Michaels of that group. Now, I don't know if Dawkins is going to be considered a Janetti. May he have a a career that spans decades. But Montez Ford has got it. He's oozing it. He plays to the camera. His body language is sick. He's in great shape. He's fucking handsome. You could tell that he's learning the craft. He's just going to get better. He's got, you know what he reminds me of? He reminds me of Shelton Benjamin, yeah. but with way more personality. Young Shelton Benjamin, way more personality. If they were to have Big E leave and you need to plug him in, Street Profits, specifically Montez Ford. But yes, what a great match. A great way to kick it off. And really set the bar 
for a pretty goddamn average to awful night ahead. I would have not had that thing start the night off. Or, or do you have a start the night off to be like, all right, this is awesome. Right. I'll watch the whole then, thing. Uh, uh, this uh, is all. Uh, uh, and then, uh, 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 all the way down to. Yeah, the, the, the other matches were not great on the card. I mean, the, the, the triple threat, uh, which became a triple threat that night for the U.S. title. I enjoyed that match. Um, you know, any match with Styles is going to be fun to watch. Mm-hmm. And Ty Dillinger is is perfectly um, uh, perfectly fine in the ring. And Corbin, I think Corbin's back on his upswing. Um, you know, he's kind of tightened his game up a little bit. Uh, he had some snap to some of his some of his moves in there. A little more veracity uh, in, yeah. in, in his maneuvering there. And shocker, he he won. You know, I, I wasn't. You know, I didn't know if that. Uh, if the heat was off him, um, but I guess uh, all that backstage stuff and concussion talk stuff, all that, all that crap, uh, is in the past because they 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 gave him the U.S. title. That's his first title, um, aside from the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal thing. But yeah. that doesn't really account for shit these days. Um, was that last year he won it? This past year, or was might have been? Was it the year before? It might have been that of the year before. I can't quite I recall. It this year. Um, uh, let's take a quick look here. It wasn't. Uh, wasn't show was no. it? Uh, the the Andre the Giant. No, because show and Strowman throw each other out. Mojo. Oh fuck! See, fucking Mojo. I forgot. Forgot about that. Yeah, yeah it was Cesaro, then Show, then Corbin, then Mojo Rawley. Holy They've shit. been teasing that breakup for yeah. fucking ever. Just do it already. What the shit? You know who we remember? Who we who we eliminated? Mojo. Uh, Jinder Mahal. Future WWE champion, yep. Jinder Mahal, correct, threw him up on and out. Yeah, yes. Gronk got involved. I Jesus remember that. that was, Christ ugh. almighty. Wow. Yeah. Well, yeah. Boy, that was a thing. Let's talk about that guy. Holy shit, that match was boring. Yes. That was a boring, boring match. They, I am. I, we, we, I talked about it. I, I, I had my concerns coming up, and I heavily have my concerns. Call it a day on Strong Style. Call it a day. Yeah. Because when you first started feuding with Ziggler, Ziggler, who's known to sell, if a feather falls on him, he's going to act like his neg snapped. I went back and watched <laughs> the footage of, because someone wrote an article, I think it might have been on even, maybe even Sports Illustrated, that there was an article about they, they have a problem with Nakamura, that Ziggler is the NXT gatekeeper. You yeah. come up, you take on Ziggler. You did it with Nakamura, you're doing it with Rude. Mm-hmm. And you go back and you watch some of Nakamura versus Ziggler, Ziggler isn't flopping, flailing, and flying all over the place like you'd think he would for a guy that's known as the King of Strong Style. He's not breaking him up. It didn't do anything for him, that feud. You put him up in there against a good talker, you're not going to be able to. You put him up in there against a good talker, and you're going to look less. You put him in there against a a champion who's less of a wrestler than you in gender, and you have him lose twice, you're going to look less. I don't know where they go at Nakamura right now, but I don't like it. I think really the only way at this point to save him um, is to get him in a match with AJ Styles. Um, I'm not sure if that's where it's going or if AJ is going to go back into the uh, the world title um, hunt. But man, do I not want to see AJ Styles versus Jinder Mahal? I mean, AJ can make you and I look good, but I, you know, it's just it's the same. Jinder's matches are the same. Every fucking time. We've seen it since when was fucking Money in the Bank? June. You know, Bollywood boys get involved. Yeah. I still call them the Bollywood boys. The Singh brothers get involved in uh, Distraction and then hits the Coloss and that's it. Like And and look at it too. It's, the, it's on Hell in a Cell, a pay-per-view. It's not in a cell right. and it's the third to last match. Yeah. 
Even the WWE knows, in some manner of speaking, this isn't the match. This isn't the feud. This isn't the main event. And I'm a bit of a traditionalist. I want the champion to come out last. I want that championship to be the main event. And it's none of those things. And there's a rumor now, though, that uh, Survivor Series is going to be Jinder Brock, which... Boy, that'll be that'll be something to watch. Let's see, let's see what they do with that. Did they just have him throw him around the entire time? Do they make Jinder look strong? Is it gonna be one of those things where Brock wins but Jinder looks strong? And I I am so happy for his chances. I am so happy that well, he's yeah. turned his body and his career around. But at the end of the day, you are still as a fan to me a C plus wrestler with A plus facial expressions. Sure. A promo that gives out verbally every time your voice gives out. I mean, it goes from clear to raspy to almost uh, unintelligible the way right. his, his his throat gives out. It it, it 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 goes from zero to raspy almost uh, immediately. It doesn't start that way. I mean, it sounds like a shittier John Laurinaitis by the end of some of his he promos. Coach. And it just has me, it makes me uninterested in that, that title feud. It's it's a it's a bad time for the WWE Championship, and it's not a great time for SmackDown overall. Raw is the superior show right well, now. Well, I mean that's kind of the way it's always been. You look at the rosters, and it you, you know you'd be hard to argue the other way around. Of course, Raw is the A show. Well, Raw's always been the most focused on show, but it never means it's been the better show. I mean, there that's was a true. stint where SmackDown was the must watch show in spite of WWE and Vince pushing their flagship, which is Raw. But right now, SmackDown is back to where SmackDown has traditionally been, and that's the B show. Yeah, and you know, with the brand split, split, we're not getting SmackDown because at one point SmackDown was just like a raw recap with like two new matches. So at least there are you know storylines happening on SmackDown. That's not to say they're great storylines. I don't really love what's going on with the women right now. Um, in 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 any respect, I mean, Mm-mm. Natty and Charlotte. I wanted them to put on a match like they did at one of the first NXT takeovers um, when, you know, Rick was out there and so was Brett and they just put on a fucking clinic because those two are really good wrestlers. And I know I, I keep I keep saying that with all these feuds and I, I know they they can't throw everything out in one match because they're feuds and they go on for a while. Um, but it's kind of disheartening at some point because I know that these performers can do better jobs and put on better matches and it's it's the the business that's kind of making the matches suffer does that make sense no i know exactly what you're saying and and you're right and in nakamura's case this is this is a promo first pro wrestling yeah uh, market storylines and nakamura can't talk he just can't quit pretending that he can't so knock is gonna have to get over on what he does in the ring yes his entrance is a huge part of that and that's great but Braze is still fucking cool. And that has lost itself oh, to God. many, 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 we'll many people. We'll get to him. After constant losses and constant falling asides uh, and whatever feuds he's been in. That that Shinsuke, and, and pay attention, Bobby Roode, also, because if you, know, you start to lose, that glorious entrance ain't going to mean shit much longer if, A, you're not killing it on the mic, right. which I know Roode has a capability of. Nakamura, unless he magically overnight starts speaking the king's english <laughs> it's gonna have to be what he does in the ring yeah. i mean you had a promo not long ago where you literally said sticks and stones may break my bones but words will never hurt me 
and then like looked at the interviewer like you just dropped the mic. And I'm like, how fuck? How much? How much did you practice that in the back? I know that line was fed to you. Yeah, and the thong. But like, oh boy, with um, the fucking mouth guard you're in. Not selling this. Yes, with a fucking mouthful of Tupperware. Get that shit out when you talk. You're already behind the eight ball. Being an Eastern gentleman in a Western market, get that out. So Nakamura has to be a fucking fiend in the ring. It's one of the reasons Asuka has been as successful as she has. Oh boy, am I worried? Asuka's never cut a promo. Oh, you have every reason to be worried oh, about Asuka. God, Asuka, am I worried. Asuka listen, it is 9:48 on October 14th. Whenever you're listening to this, it could be days later. Go back to this episode. Uh, I don't know what number it is, but mark it. She's going to lose in one of the most horseshit end of Goldberg streak matches yeah. where who fucking bring back Scott Hall and have him Cattle hit her prod. with a taser. <laughs> Much in the same way. Have him fucking hit her with the prod. You're going to do some dumb shit. Uh, you're going to do some dumb shit with Asuka. I have a feeling... It's going to be fuckery on a level that is going to make people scratch their heads. Uh, I hear me on next level fuckery. <clears throat> now this is this is this is this is a plus eighty five hundred on the betting lines possibility of happening. Okay, but I got reasons. Okay, lay them on me. Stephanie McMahon breaks the streak. Oh fuck you! Stephanie <sighs> McMahon breaks the streak. It ain't outside of the realm of possibility for them to pull some horse shit like that. God. As far as I'm concerned, I, I already know who I want to break the streak. Who do you want to break the streak? Um, one day. She hasn't even debuted yet. She's got a whole main roster full of women to tear through. Who's the one on there? Or who's the one? Just the one. Doesn't even have to be on there. Who would you like to see break the streak? Uh, I, I, Charlotte. I think Charlotte. Do you think Charlotte? I think, I think Charlotte should. <clears throat> if there's going to be somebody who's on the roster now. Now, if it's somebody who's not um, signed or who's up there yet, in if I'm if I'm Vince McMahon, Ronda Rousey. Ooh boy, that would that would generate news, and cage side seats would set itself on fire the next day. <laughs> but that's the smartest option. Your though. idea is not far away from mine. Okay, because uh, I was Baszler. thinking. A nice middle of ground, Shayna Baszler. Uh-huh. Have have Baszler do it because Baszler looks like a credible threat. She does. Baszler looks like a genuinely scary threat, and that's not to say she can't lose a couple of times at first. Have her go over on whoever eventually takes her out down the line. Um, a Ronda, a Ronda that does it would get a very rock beating CM Punk for the title five or six years ago type reaction from people. Part timer. Got her ass mauled in her last profession, and she's an outsider looking in. Yeah, but she's still uh, she's more of a Brock Lesnar than a than a Rock. She's more Brock than Rock because you know she may have lost her last couple of matches, but she won a shit ton of them, shit ton of them in commanding fashion. So she, you know, even though she was on a little downswing, she's still a legit female badass. So I. Th- but if you look at pro wrestling fans, Brock came from professional wrestling, yeah, went to UFC, right, came right. back. Rock started in professional wrestling, went to acting, came back. She's just an outsider that people be like, "Oh, so you put so you've never screamed to the heavens more this shit's fake because you brought in an actual mixed martial artist." 
had her kick our champion's head off. It would it would make it would make the 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 medium of professional wrestling appear to be much lesser than it is. Now, Baszler, who's actually a professional wrestler now, right. was never a major name in UFC. Right. She was in there for a cup of coffee, went out and has association with her. I think she's the safer of the two options for long term. And she appears to now be a she's signed to them right. and she's here for the long yeah. haul. This these these rumors about Rhonda and her boyfriend or husband now, mm-hmm. um, uh, Hoppa, what the fuck's his name? Big old UFC heavyweight. He's a big, dull fucking glass of thud. <laughs> they, they, they ain't joining. They might show up. McGregor might show up, but none of them need to be in the WWE, and none of them could work the schedule. None of them could work. Not even a Brock schedule would they be into. They have income for a Travis Brown. Travis Brown, her husband, might, because I don't think he made much in the way of money, uh-huh. but Connor, but Ronda, they made their bones. They don't need the WWE. It would be... now. That's not to say you're not wrong, <laughs> that they still might pull some shit like yeah. that. But I think it's going to be much in the same way what Arquette did with WCW and won that title, generated some news. Mm-hmm. It did. It was in USA did. Today the next day. The mainstream media paid attention to it. And then people stopped giving a shit. And all they were left with after the mainstream turned their spotlight elsewhere was just a screaming horde of pissed off wrestling fans what have you done? It will probably be quieter because she's an actual combat athlete, right. but I still think people would be mad if she won it. I, w- I still think it might happen. Though. I think you're, I think you're 50, 50. <laughs> I would be less mad than if, um, you know, banks or at this point, Bailey were the one to beat it. Uh, I, I, th- I think mm-hmm. it would go, it's, it, it's, it's Rhonda. I'm, I'm cool with, um, Charlotte doing it. I'd say, you know what? If if you finally want to pull the trigger on Becky Lynch, I think Becky Lynch could believably uh, beat Oscar, and I would be more than okay with it. She's she's being wasted so terribly down there. I really wish they would do something with Becky Lynch. Um, it's one of the reasons I don't see Becky Lynch doing it, is because she's being wasted. It would be a gender style thing. She's gone from doing nothing to beating the Empress of Tomorrow. Well, you, got, you would have to spend time rebuilding. Well, that's what her. I was going. Yeah, you, you can't do it overnight. You got to you got to spend some time yeah. doing it. Maybe maybe she runs through the entire Raw Women's Division and asks for a you know switch over to SmackDown. And you know at that point, Becky has um, you know come out of the uh, the doldrums of whatever she's been stuck with and 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 has become a threat again. Um, you know. I don't know who who you, you, just Shayna Baszler was your one. No other uh... Shayna Baszler would be my pick if they bring her up. Much like trying to rebuild Becky, yeah. build up Shayna yeah. as this scary cage fighting styled brawler who doesn't say much. She's a scary looking chick. Her strikes look yeah. real. She's got kind of a presence about her. Don't let her open her mouth because that one fucking tooth is so distracting. <laughs> and then it, she's got a fucking jewel thing. And then eventually keep them apart. Keep them apart. Let Shayna go on a tear. Yeah. Let Asuka continue her tear and let them work their way up. You know what? Bring Shayna up. Put her on SmackDown. Right. Asuka's going to Raw and mirror their careers for a little right. bit. Build exactly. Build a second sort of de facto competitor to it and then put them in there and then at WrestleMania right. or something, not this year and maybe the year after, just let them beat each other half to death. 
and no one will be unhappy that, my God, we finally saw who broke the streak. It was to a worthy competitor. Yeah. It was someone who's been just as badass and is a mauler. And you know what? I want to see these guys go at it two more times for a rubber match sort of right. thing. And you've got two great performers. But I'm, I'm 100% with you. You've already fucked Banks up so yep. much that I'm having trouble her beating up anybody. Bailey, who the shit knows what they're doing with her. Yeah. And sh- if you had to pick someone on the roster now, I think the safe pick, the easy pick is Charlotte. Yeah. I could see them doing that. But give, give her time. Let Asuka come up and just do her thing for a while. Because you know she's just going to buzzsaw through Emma. That was She's the sacrificial lamb oh, yeah. for TLC. Yeah. They're going to chew her up and spit her out. What do you think about Nia Jax? Um, Nia, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to do something with her. She's vicious, <laughs> yeah. but she's already beaten her in NXT. That which I know a, a, a small percent right. of the crowd knows that you're gonna need to do something with Nia to make her look more vicious than just I'm larger than the other women. You need to uh, cut off all ties. Don't do any of this bliss stuff. Yeah. Don't do any, you need to be an entity unto yourself. Oscar is gonna take an it's gonna need to take an equal. To beat, uh, to beat her from Yeah, Nia Jax needs to be built as a female Braun Strowman. A loner who just goes out there and just mauls everybody. Heel or face, doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's just... Let's look down the rest of the card. Yeah, yeah, I mean, really, the only other match that matters was the uh, <coughs> was Owens and Shane in the Hell in the Cell. Whew, boy. That, that was one of the most tense Hell in the Cell matches I've seen, and especially when they made it to the top. Whoever reinforced that cell uh, deserves a raise mm-hmm. because I I kept seeing broken necks in my mind's eye with somebody going through after one of those power bombs or backdrops on the top of the cell. Yes, that they did reinforce the, the shit out of that thing. And it was the longest match. It was 40 minutes. You had the great big out of nowhere. Sami Zayn heel turn yeah. towards the end. Um, here's my problem with this match. Okay. Though is that it didn't focus on... It did what happened at WrestleMania 32, which is where the talk of the night when it was all said and done was Shane's elbow drop off the top. It wasn't the coming out for Roman, which was supposed to be. It was the spot. It was another showcase for a McMahon to look equal and greater than a guy that they're trying to sell as a vicious heel. That elbow spot hurt the match. It was unneeded. It made, A, you've got Kevin Owens who decide what to do. Make him a vicious heel or make him a coward. Right. Because they're trying to do both. You have him at the top of the cage looking over going, I don't know if I should. But then the boss's son who isn't a wrestler goes and does it. So you can't convince me that he's a badass heel. It's too much shame. I mean, his, his argument, this is one of the great things about Kevin when he starts talking about this is the McMahon show. It really, truly oh, yeah. is. It took too much off of Owens. It the, the 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 talk for me afterwards wasn't the Zane heel turn or what a badass that Owens looked like. It was Shane going up there diving off when Kevin wouldn't, and it put the focus on a McMahon again, and that wasn't needed for me. Yeah, no, no, you, you've definitely got you've definitely got a point there. I think you can make Kevin Owens look like um, you know a badass shit kicker. And still be a little scared. I mean, that's a that's a that's a scary situation right there, jumping off the top of the fucking cell. Um, but yeah, but to, to your point, Shane has done it twice now. But then Shane also has a history of doing really stupid, high risk stuff. So um, 
I, I, I see your point. I see your point on that. Um, but Shane just held his own too much. Shane held his own in that match way too much for me. Yeah, I'll, I'll buy. It. I was still entertained by it. If I'm not, you know, reading into too much and just looking at the spectacle of the match, I was. I, I bought into that one too. Um, the when they set up the inside the cell and they set up the table and and Owens did the uh, the cannonball through the table. That was a great spot. You know, you got a coast to coast in there. Um, there was some some ring steps involved uh, at some point, I believe. Uh, didn't he? He had him in like a a triangle, or he was trying to do the triangle. Then he like power bombed him onto the stairs. Did that happen in that match, or am I blurring my matches together? I don't recall. Okay. I, I can't recall off the top of my head. Um, and then yeah, the 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 Zane stuff. You know, and again, to, further to your point, it wasn't so much about Owens. I mean, really, in the uh, in the ranking of who you talked about afterwards, it was Shane, Zane, then Owens. So even in his own yeah. match, he was he was put under um, under Sami Zayn, who got involved. But I think um, if we're going back to the story, I think that's a good uh, a good angle. You know, Zayn coming out, you know, the, the history between Owens and Zayn has been well documented in and out of WWE. Obviously, WWE doesn't touch on everything they've done together. But, you know, the fact that they've been friends um, for so long and, um, you know, and Owens keeps being a shithead and turning his back on him and, and Zayn's right there eventually to, to forgive and somehow forget. But then he's like, all right, fuck it. Can't beat him. Join him. Um and looks out for for his friend. I think I think it's a good story. And Zayn's promo on SmackDown, you know, lays out a good point. You know, I've been I've been the good guy for all this time and have you know haven't gotten shit for me. Meanwhile, you're a son of a bitch and you've been almost every championship in the company. Maybe I'm doing this whole yeah. thing wrong. I got your back, bro. Let's hug it out. I like that story. And I think he might have in that clip and even brought up, you know, the McMahon thing. You've made this the McMahon show. You brought me over and I have nothing. You promised me the land opportunity and you haven't. I think he might have done a little foreshadowing here. And this is the way the story goes. I'll think it'll be great. He he almost murdered Sami Zayn when he won the NXT title. Mm -hmm. Then they come up to the main roster together. And for the most part, Owens has gotten over both in performance and and in recognition mm-hmm. <clears throat> on Zane. So why the shit would Zane now be like, oh man, let's buddy up. You were right. It doesn't make sense to me. Oh. But what if this is him calling his shot and saying, you know what? You are right. I got to pay attention to what you've done. He gets in there. He plays to his ego. He becomes his new Jericho. He learns from him and then... He pulls an Owens on Owens with what Owens did to Zayn, with what Owens did to Jericho, and watch Zayn pull that on Owens down the line when they split. Zayn rockets back up as a big baby face. Owens gets turned on from the inside out from one of his own buddies who Trojan horsed his way into his life by playing to his ego, using his own tools against him, and then turns on him. I think you're going to see this be a renewal of their feud way down the line somewhere yeah. when Zayn then returns on Owens because he didn't attack Shane McMahon. He merely moved Owens out of the True. way. He never laid a hand on Shane McMahon. Pay attention to his, his motives and his actions in the weeks, months to come. 
And I bet you're going to see Zayn do a longer, slower burn than sort of what Daniel Bryan did when he joined the Wyatt family. Yeah, that was You're right. Quick. I'm yours. I'm it. And then two weeks later, he fucking turns on Bryan. Right. God damn. You couldn't drug that out for a yeah. little bit? I think you're going to see Zayn turn on Owens being like, I told you. I learned from you. I paid attention to what you did. And I did it to you, motherfucker. How's it feel? Mm. Zayn's a hero. That's a great story. I love that. <clears throat> I want to see that happen. Yeah. Um... Also on SmackDown, uh, the Usos came out, and um, there was I, I really liked the the show of respect between the two heated rivals. Obviously, we talked about their rivalry earlier on, but on SmackDown, there was like, all right, Us, Us truce. I, I was I was kind of okay with that, and then you know the promo train of all the other uh, tag teams came out. Um, yeah, for for the the next opportunity, and you know it was time. You know, I guess New Day doesn't get a uh, doesn't get a rematch for their titles right now or whatever. They reserve the right to to cash it in later. I don't fucking know, but um, it it was it was time. It was one of those things. I didn't want too much of a good thing. That was a good ending to the feud. So we're moving on to to be- Benjamin and Gable won a uh, fatal four way tag match. Um, and man, I am stoked for that match whenever it happens. That could be a great match. You really could. I think. Um you know, uh, Gable's going to stand in well for a Charlie Haas. Um, you got um, uh, our boy uh, Belt Benjamin, who's, you know, he could still go. He's obviously lost a little bit of a step, but A, he's coming off an injury. Right. B, he's 10 years older right. than the last time you saw him. If he hadn't lost a step, I'd be surprised. Yeah. But he could still go, and he's actually great as the powerhouse yeah. of the two now. He, he fits in well where, you know, Jason Jordan is probably thinking to himself, I probably should have stuck around <laughs> and not agreed to this fucking stupid storyline where I'm some bastard child somewhere. Yeah. So I have no problems with that. And it didn't get to roll out everybody in the tag team division, which I hope they paid attention to because the biggest pop came from uh, the fashion piece. Yeah. When they came out, I mean, that crowd really popped super hard for them to where, you know, I guess we're going to get some other fashion files soon. And but as far as performers, the crowds did pop and the people in ring were like, no, 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 we don't bust their balls. They're cool. We like yeah. that. They kind of gave them the rub verbally. Yeah. That was a great moment there. I was like, guys, you got you got something here with Breeze and Fandango. These guys can for real wrestle. People love the fashion file stuff. You know my thoughts on yeah. it. But they're there's they're a fine tag team. They are. You've got a great act on your hands. Let's get them wrestling. Yeah. Let's get them back in the ring. Because I think you could have you could you could have some great stories, some great angles, some funny comedy, and some good performances with them. I agree hundred percent. And to your point, the fashion files did return on Hell in a Cell and I thought it fell a little flat. And that's coming from me. So Yeah, um, I know you like you like it quite a bit. Uh that it didn't it didn't didn't hit on all cylinders. Maybe it had been gone too long, or maybe they it just wasn't focused enough. Maybe there was too much dead air waiting for laughs or something. I don't know. It seemed it seemed a bit off, the fashion files from Hell in the Cell, but um I'm curious to see where it goes. It looks like it could head towards the returning Harper and Rowan as the Bludgeon Brothers. What the actual fuck? <laughs> that Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna take a wait and see. Yeah, I'm taking a wait and see on that. I mean, that's right out of but Teddy's surprise book. Did you pay book. attention to Harper? Did you see Harper? Ah, uh, yeah. They snitskied his teeth up. I just, man, that's a shame. You didn't need to. No, you didn't, you didn't need, need to, to go and put the green snitsky slime on his fucking teeth. Like the man earned a fresh T-shirt. Yeah, you saw that great, funny backstage promo with him and Aiden English from like three months ago. 
The man can talk. Yeah. And you're just buying... By the way, those two hammers, you got to just get a local iron worker or a carpenter right. to build you some. They moved... Like, whatever the opposite of Molyneux is, those things were plastic and party city right. as fuck. Yeah. They look terrible. Yeah. Terrible. It was like from a Thor costume pack that has everything you need. The wig, the hammer, the cape, and the chest piece. And it's all $39.99. Yeah, trust me, I own one of those. At the Halloween hut. <laughs> it ain't good. Those two hammers were... What are you going to do with those things? Are you going to swing them and hit somebody no. in the fucking head with them? I mean, good. Rowan gets to talk now. But the the Bludgeon Brothers, Ugh. I am gonna. It's 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 dark days for the former Wyatt family right now. Dark days. It's true. Well, for those, well, let's slide over on to Raw on that tip. That shit, mm-hmm. that sister Abigail shit was laughable. Chris, you come from a production background where you did a lot of producing. Yes. You did a lot of audio editing, yes. commercial production for a radio station. Yes. And we work with a program more often than not, multiple radio stations, where we would use a a program once known as Cool Edit, then known as Adobe Audition, which is sort of an industry standard Mm -hmm. for editing together audio, adding after effects, pitch bending, reverb, what have you. And you can take a voice and make it sound very good. Like at the beginning of our introduction to our shows. I just do a little pitch bend. I drop it south. It's nothing creative, nothing crazy. It's a little something. You have a company. That is capable of putting out some of the best mini documentaries, twenty <clears> fours, <throat> spotlights, mm-hmm. the, the some of the best just the audio ring, and video yeah. production, and you went with that fucking app of a voice modulation on Bray. I, I rolled my eyes and face palmed when I was like, "That's what you did to his voice." Uh. Some day one. Hour one yeah. audio engineering lesson filter. Yeah. All they did was, okay, double click to highlight all audio, uh, then, mm-hmm. and then click, pitch shift, slide it up mm-hmm. a little bit, and then process. And it sounded like Save shit. Oh, that sounded man. terrible. It was, and, you know, I was, I was willing to give the Bray as Sister Abigail thing a chance. I don't, I don't understand why you just didn't have him talk like this or do some i, I would have rather him have Hi some y'all. stupid i'm sister hey and i'm about to fu- i'm about to fuck up Alan. what should i do i'm gonna bring down a pie it's been it's piping hot i'm gonna smash it in his face what does he wrestle uh, in I don't is he know. gonna wrestle in some swamp gown is he gonna wrestle in some veil oh. over his face the black makeup God. i i don't know what he looks like i still in my heart of hearts hope it's a swerve. It's a ruse. There is an actual sister Abigail that he comes out, sure. and we're like, "Wait a minute, <clears throat> that's that's just Bray." Yeah, I thought we were gonna see Sister Abigail, and he comes down to the ring. I promised y'all she was still alive. She is here. She is, and she desperately wants to meet you. And then someone, some Gabby right. Garcia-looking chick, comes out and is. Ugh. Bray's second they wrestle in the darkness while there's fog yeah. she somehow gets involved and there's room for a China like character in the WWE but with a weird kind of cult flavor to yeah. her China for years beat this shit out of guys yeah. do it again with some second for Bray that is his pulling his strings his leash his Lana make it a Lana meets China meets True Detective Season 1 Yellow King and I'm all in <laughs> 
That ain't what's going to happen. No. It's going to be him dressed up goofy as shit. Ah, uh, I just, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm, I feel bad for Balor having to sell that as scary. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh my God, you've put, you've put on the same eye black that, that Bruce Wayne put on before he put the cowl on so you couldn't tell who it was. <laughs> even, even we all knew it was a white guy. You still put the eye black on. Uh, yes, Christ. I will wait and see how it goes. I will wait until after TLC. Yeah. But all signs point to, oh, fuck. Here we go This again. is it. Yeah. Yeah, here we go. The big news, The Shield. Yeah. The Shield reunited. Full, full on. Um, you know, it started out with Miz <clears throat> TV. Miz came out. Uh, it was the Mizzies. Gave himself uh, some awards, which is always fun. Then out came The Bar. Then out came Roman Reigns. And then... Out come Dean and Seth flanking him, and then the fucking shit was on. And you know what? Obviously, we know why they're doing it. Um, but I don't fucking care. It's still cool seeing the three of them back together. And mm-hmm. um, aside from the shitty zoom in, zoom out, zoom in, zoom out beatdown thing, which I never liked. Oh, God, that's getting on my nerves. Yeah. Give me a head. I know. It, it, it's annoying. I never liked that, and I still don't. But aside from that... Um, just, just seeing the three of them together, just tearing up motherfuckers. It's, it's pretty awesome. And of course, second time they came out, they had that brand new shirt that was printed off and ready to go, baby. There's a merchandising wow, like machine. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Looks like they already had that screen. It's like the first people that found out about the reuniting shield yeah. was the marketing company. Right. Like, Hey, mm. heads up. You're going to want to print off a shit bag of these. Right. Uh, I have already ordered one in a medium. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> I guess I'm still waiting to see what they do with the presentation of right. at TLC. It, I, I'm guessing we're just going to get them in that shirt, jeans yeah. on Dean, uh, the, the tights, tights on, on Seth, and, and the cargo's still on mm-hmm. Roman. So I'm, I'm hoping they come out to the old theme. Maybe. Yeah. We'll see. Um, oh, man. Hey, real yeah. quick. Uh, exclusive here. Okay, so we're recording this tonight, and tonight is our uncensored. Yes. Uh, I've done a quick shift, okay, because <clears throat> I'm going to do AJ Styles at the second. Okay. Hour. All right. Tonight, I'm coming down as the shield with some listeners that I've contracted <laughs> to have me be their centerpiece, right. and they're going to flank me as other members of the shield. And I put the call out. I said, does anybody like the shield? DM me. I have an idea. Something for uncensored. Hit me up. A couple people reached out. And the first guy to let me know, hey, I've got the jacket. Or excuse me, the, the, the vest. I've got the cargos. I've got the mask and all that and the gloves. I was like, set it up, dude. Let's do this. Like, just send me a picture whenever you can. Yeah. And um, he's like, yeah, I'm just waiting to get the mask. I'm like, okay, here's the mask. They're like six bucks. You can get three yeah. of them. I said, like, cool. My brother will do it. He is so fucking fat. He is. It's 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 too late to say no. To say no. <laughs> My buddy Patrick Bowersocks might be able to stand in. I think he will. Uh-huh. Um but I saw this guy and I just was like, "Oh fuck me. God damn it. You are so fucking fat." And now I'm like, oh, you're a big guy. No, you're fucking fat. And, Are we talking about like Re- me or like Ralphie May or like somewhere in between? No, like uh, <coughs> Newman okay. from Seinfeld. Nedry from Jurassic Park. 
Yeah, all right. He just got back from Isle Nublar, where yeah. he was fucking trying to run off with a can of Barbasol, <laughs> and he's about the same height too. So there's gonna be like possibly a five foot five chubby member of the shield and i'm like oh this looks fucking stupid all right well uh, we're already here so you just need to hit him with a spear i'll let you know how it goes on the next one i might have to just lie and be like yeah man they're just not letting people backstage so i'm you know, sorry but you know maybe next time but yeah my uh my plans for tonight's dominant arrival have had a fucking diabetic wrench thrown in there, so <laughs> well here's what you should have uh, done and he i think has some free time now you should have called neville yes should have called <laughs> neville 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 he is apparently walked out of the WWE. Didn't sh- and then the story's coming in that he didn't even show up at this past Monday's Raw, right? And he, which and he I didn't work the weekend the shows night. either. So it had been a couple days that before he had come to work. No one knows specifics yet, but the rumors that are getting thrown around was that he is um, unhappy about the the Enzo interjection, yeah. and he was also told that he was going to lose to Enzo clean right. in a non-title match also that he wanted to fight Neville. You don't get to, excuse me, you wanted to fight Enzo. You don't get to fight for the title anymore because you touched me. That doesn't mean I still don't want to beat your ass. Let's just have a match. Right. And he was still going to lose. Yeah. And he is, he is pretty, um, he, I guess he was annoyed and, and quit. This, again, this is all conjecture in theory right now. I guess we'll know in the days and weeks to yeah. come, but apparently he is unhappy with how he was booked. Which, if you listen to the stories told about, like, from Owens and other people that have worked with him, he's, like, the sweetest guy in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here's my thing. At at what point, if you're in his shoes, do you take um, kind of that level of pride and control over your character and your persona and your, your, you know, what you are to say, no, I'm not going to do that. Has he earned, you know, that right to, you know, I, I, I don't want to akin him to, uh, to a Bret Hart saying, no, I'm not going to let Michaels pin me or something like that. Actually, you know what? It is kind of, it is kind of like that. Uh, when I talk about it, but not to say that Neville's on the level of a Bret Hart, and that's not a slight on Neville at all, but Bret Hart was the top guy in WWE. Um, oh, yeah, after no, Hogan left, I know exactly what you're you know? saying. They're, they're on different ends of the spectrum as far as where their careers were and all. But in, in terms of, you know, standing up for yourself and, and the character that you've crafted with their help, obviously, and, and on their platform, um, is this a, yeah, fuck yeah, dude, you, you do you, or is this a, why don't you just play ball sort of thing? Where, where, what line, what side of the line do you fall on? Uh, well, I'm trying to soak in all the stories and rumors of where he is at and why he quit. And there's other reasons reportedly too, that a unhappy about all the Enzo stuff. Yeah. B he tweeted about how unhappy he was with his shirt. He has a Neville King of the cruiserweight shirt uh, okay. and on the 28th. He tweeted out this atrocity is not on the Neville level. The King deserves better. And he added WWE shop. Oh. Like he's like, this shirt's garbage. And he was left off of the WrestleMania 33 That's right. DVD. That's right. I forgot about so that. So he's got a shit shirt. He's off the DVD and he's losing to what most people are now learning to be one of the most annoying mother efforts in all of the WWE yeah. Enzo. This guy might've had some frustrations built up. Oh, that shirt is terrible. And, it shirts off so cheap. So I can make a better shirt. It's so cheap that it's one of these things where he might have had a, a Ziggler moment as to where Ziggler's held on. He's always danced up to the line. I'm going to leave. I'm going to leave. No, I'm not. I'm going to leave. I'm going to leave. No, I'm right. not. 
Nabil just might have said, fuck it. Huh? And he is going to head out and maybe increase his value on the indies, sort of like a Drew McIntyre, right. come back, see what's up. Or, again, this is all rumor. Right. None of this is grounded. The only thing we know is that he wasn't raw. It could be something else. This could be storyline. This could be him showing back up in NXT. I don't think we're going to know until we get an official future endeavored message right. from the WWE. Best of luck. Um, I, I don't know. And part of me enjoying the work that Neville has done. I'm hoping, I've always wanted to see him just on a main roster. Get out of the 205s. You're better than the 205ers. You're better than Enzo. Get on up. Get on out of there. I hope that they they do what they couldn't do with Austin Aries, who left yeah. because he wasn't happy with the spot. Definitely CM Punk because he wasn't happy with the spot. Ryback because he wasn't happy. T- try and save Neville. Please try and try and save Neville and do something else with him. But for now, it does look like he's gone. Yeah, and, you know, if, if he shows up at MCW next month, I'm not going to be mad because, you know, that's a good pull for MCW, for one. And for two, mm-hmm. you know, the guy, it's been proven that you can make a lot of good money uh, doing indies. And that's, you know, even if you haven't just come from WWE. Um, I, I just read an interview with uh, Joey Ryan um, from this past week saying that how... You know, he's making more than the average WWE guy makes just traveling around and doing indies. Um, and for him, that's working. Plus, I mean, Joey Ryan's, uh, you know, an interesting case because his gimmick would never fly in WWE. I mean, he's a, a sleazeball who rubs oil all over his dick and suplexes people yeah. with his with his weenus. So obviously that's never going to never going to fly uh, in the Fed. But, um, you know, you can make good money you're you know these these jack swaggers of all people are pulling and rybacks are pulling in you know good paydays from just showing up at an indie and they don't don't even have to put on a 20-minute clinic you know they can just come out sign some autographs do a promo and maybe uh have a five-minute spot fest in a uh, in a tag match and then walk out with you know fucking 10 g's or something like that i don't know how much they're going for it's, it's a fair amount though um so you know I think maybe him taking the McIntyre route could work, and then shit, man, send him, have him come back a couple years down the line in NXT. However, NXT is looking at that point and become the uh, returning conquering hero and just fuck everybody up all over again. Hopefully, at that point, uh, he goes back to the main roster and they uh, and they get it right. Hopefully, maybe he could show up on the WrestleCade Super Show Saturday, November 25th at the Benton Convention Center that's going to be up against Starcade. where, oh, yeah. guys, I'm not sure what you got lined up, but you got Jeff Jarrett taking on Ryback. So, guys, <laughs> book, book as strong a card as you can as you've got Double J taking on double doses of fucking gene testosterone treatment because, boy, uh, I'm looking at this card here and... <clears throat> Yeah, what else is on the card? Not that impressive. Uh, who else you got on there? You got uh, you got Chet Sterling versus Andrew Evitt, oh. Jason Kincaid, and Ray Phoenix. Okay. You've also got J.J. Dillon. Jimmy Hart's going to be there. Watch out. Okay. Gilberg's going to be making an appearance. Okay. Juventud Guerrera, as well as Super Crazy and Caleb Conley taking on P.J. Black. The Mac's going to be there, and Jason Kincaid. P.J. Black is back and- in action? I thought he like broke both of his <clears throat> ankles. Guess he's back right, in action. Good for you, PJ. And Jim Cornette managing for the last time Dan Severin. Dan the Severin's gonna be there. 
Dan the Beast Severin is going to be there. Dan the Beast Severin, if you head over to his Wikipedia page, his final win-loss count was total wins, 101. Losses, 19. He has beat a lot of ass in his wow. time. Most recent bout, April 28th against Alex Rosman at Blue Blood MMA in Davenport, Iowa, just south of the Shoney's on Route 47. And before that, he lost twice via quick KOs. And Paul Vondelante Promotions presents The Beast Comes East and King of the Cages, Mile Zero, each one at Dawson Creek, British Columbia, Canada, where James Vanderbeek is their king. I don't want to wait for the beast to beat my head in. I want to sleep right now, just bash my skull. Crack my fucking head in. <laughs> I wanted Pacey to do a run-in. <laughs> the Rough House Podcast is a weekly podcast featuring one guy whose radio dreams came true and another guy who failed miserably at being a successful broadcaster. Follow us at RoughHouseSGW on Twitter and Facebook.com slash The Rough House Podcast. Become a donor to The Rough House at Patreon.com slash The Rough House Podcast. And check out our videos at YouTube.com backslash channel backslash capital U-C-E-G-J-2-1-N, lowercase w, capital G, lowercase k, capital P, M, lowercase l, capital D, N, 7, lowercase c, 3, lowercase r, lowercase f, U, V, Q. This is the, the Rough House, Rough House uh, podcast with Justin and Christoph. That's it. Fuck Christoph. He's terrible with his information. Okay. Hey, this is The Rock. Shut your mouth, jabronis, and listen up, because this is the Rough House podcast with Justin and my least favorite man on the planet, Christoph. The preceding presentation was brought to you by The Realm Network.